Hello everyone, back again, this is a Fight World podcast and it's your host, the Yorkshire Ramblet, so plenty to catch up on, there's a lot going on, in um, the boxing world, it feels like an age ago now, it was nearly a week ago, uh, just getting caught up on everything and yeah, there's a lot going on now in boxing, so there's plenty of sinkers teeth in turn think about. Um, I was just gonna start straight off with the the big fight, Usyk Chisora, which went, which went pretty much how I thought it'd go. Um, I did, I kind of called it. I thought Chisora'd come out quick, put it on his toes, get his head into Usyk's chest, and start banging away, which he did, and. It were, you know, you know he's gonna when he's on form. He, he brings, he brings a fire. Does Chisora and he brings a big fight. And I did think that it'd take three or four rounds for Usyk to wear him down and properly and start implementing his game plan. I thought that Usyk might end up stopping him um, late on, but. He didn't. I mean, I do think that he could have. I think if he'd have put if he'd have put his foot on gas a little bit more, I think he could have. Cause towards back end of the fight, Chisora looked like he were done. He were, you know, he put everything into it, and he were getting tagged, and he, he looked like he got a little bit wobbled here and there. But I think Usyk just thought he's still dangerous, still a big dude. Uh, I'm just gonna keep doing what it were working. Um, so there were really the one no need I suppose in his eyes but I mean you can't, he's getting a lot of not stick but there's a lot of people come out and said I don't you know I don't think he's got a chance against these bigger heavyweights you know what what did people expect from this fight if if you've watched Usyk before you know he fights like this anyway. You know, he's not particularly a quick starter and a massive puncher. He ain't just going to go in there and just, you know, like Tyson and just blow people away. That's that's never, ever been his style. Even in the cruiserweight division, he never did that. So he's never going to do it in the heavyweight. And he is going to have to, you know, tuck up and take a few. And like he did, you know, I, I thought... I thought he fought pretty smart, but I think he got he allowed Chisora to rough him up a bit too much. He were like Chisora were grabbing hold of him and you know giving him them shots, and I think that Chisora let him, uh, sorry Usyk let him do that a bit too much. But that were always going to be Chisora's plan, and I thought he did well. He were unlucky, um, you know. I had Chisora winning maybe. F- you know, maybe three rounds, something like that. You know, the the match room, the match room sort of panel that they have on the the you know fighters. You've got people like Eddie Earn, and you know you've got Bellew and Dave Caldwell saying, you know, oh he's six up, he's five up, oh he's won this, like. Fuck off, man. Do you know what I mean? Come on. And it, the thing is, what what fucks me off is, you know, obviously you've got Dave Caldwell, who 
you know, class coach and everything, you know, respected in the game and obviously Bellew done what he done and I just think it's wrong when it's uh, a small um, crowd there, you know, there's hardly anybody in the arena and they've got all fucking Chisora's best mates ringside, you know, shouting, going mad every time he throws a shot, which, you know, nine, ten, eight times out of ten, they won't land in, they were either getting blocked to the body or blocked to, it were blocking them or they were missing or, but they're all going mad every time and you can hear Bellevue from a mile off going, you know, you've got him, you've got him and all that and, it like and it's all right, Dave Caldwell coming out and saying, "All right, yeah, yeah, you know, I got it, you know, got it wrong. Let me this and the other, and saying, well, why is it bothering everybody else? It's doesn't affect no, but it does. It, if them judges, if all they can hear is that people who are close at ring shouting, going mad every time, Chisora throws a shot, that is gonna sway them judges. I don't give a fuck what anybody says." And I think that's sometimes why you see, you know, dodgy judging and stuff because I think it's easy to get swayed with what's in there because the judges are only seen from that one angle. They can't always see. And if if you've got all Chisora's best pals in there going absolutely mad every time he throws a shot, I'm like... You know that that is to me. That's just it's not fair, and I don't think that uh, Eddie Earn, considering the both fighting under him, for him to be so biased for me, I think that's quite unprofessional. I don't, you know, I I think I think it's unfair to be honest with you. I'd be, you know, I think Usyk could be within his rights to be a bit fucked off about that, but you know, I don't think he's bothered. He got the win at end of the day, so it is what it is. It's not end of world, but. You know, if if the judges were swayed by it in any way, then I think you could have seen a bit of a shit storm. Especially, they've got quite a bad um, reputation for it. Matchroom, you know, with certain decisions like you know, I, I remember when Katie Taylor fought and on the Joshua Ruiz undercard, and everyone were going mad saying she, you know, and this this let's not, you know, chat shit. There's plenty of them. A match room, especially with the American fans, American fighters have got quite a, uh, you know, bad uh, rep. Because I, I have heard on a few other um, podcasts where they've said, you know, the American podcasts where they've said, oh, that's just typical, you know, English, British uh, scoring and this and other, you know, did... Um, who who were fighting? Who were scoring for uh, Dizon? Oh, it were Andy Lee. It were on the 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 Selby fight, and well, I'll get onto that in a minute. But yeah, I think we've got to be careful in England that fighters are not wanting to come over here because they fear getting screwed over on. On like the scorecards, I think we have got to be wary of that because it is it is becoming that way, and you can you you see it like on Twitter and all that, and it's like, you know, are we becoming like when people used to say it about Germany, like when Klitschko's were, and it was like, well, well, you'll have to knock them out to get to get the win, and like with Canelo in Vegas, you 
you don't want that because there's certain fighters who are not going to want to come over, you know, to fight. Um, the the undercard for this fight was questionable to say the least. You know what I mean? You to charge people twenty quid, really. The twenty quid were built on the back of is Usyk going to be good enough to be, you know, in there with Joshua or Fury. That's basically what we were paying us 20 quid for, was to see how good he was going to be. Um, and that's it, because taking nothing away from the un- the undercard, it, you know, it just won. I mean, I enjoyed it. Ooh, sorry, I mean, I enjoyed it because... Um, I thought there was some, you know, some decent boxing, but I I seen a lot of people morning saying fucking twenty quid for this, and it it is understandable, you know, the the fights you had. Selby Cambosas, which were a, were a cracker. I thought that were a good fight. Um, the Savannah Marshall were were decent. She 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 were really good. We'll get onto them. But then other than that, you know, you didn't have a lot. I know the Dave Allen fight fell off. Well, two. He was going to fight Christian Hammer. And then he were going to fight um, Lovejoy from America. And then Don King sticked his fucking bush nut in. And he he got that, that fucked up. So, yeah. But I think in terms of pay-per-views, you know, I know it is a difficult time. You know, pandemic, da 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 But... I think if you're going to charge people 20 quid, you want to be looking really at putting putting more on or, you know, at least one or two better fights. But that being said, it is what it is. The the fight under that, the Selby fight, Cambosas, I had I thought Cambosas were going to win that. Um, I thought it were going to be too lively, too... Sh- Bit too much, maybe power. Bit from what I'd seen, bit too sharp, and it it kind of played out like that. But I did think this was going to be a tough fight for Selby. From as soon as it was mentioned, watching it, I do I do have a bit of sympathy with. Like I mentioned before, Andy Lee had the for his own. He was scoring, and he he had a, I think it was something like. Selby, eight, he gives Selby eight rounds or something. I think it was uh, a difficult fight to score because I think it were six rounds in and I, I was messaging my mate and I'm saying, oh, you got here because this, this, I thought Selby started well, but I do, I think Cambosas, as he just carried to pick up that pace, he had them, them gears to go through, and I just think Selby, he's just not got that anymore. I think, even though he ain't old, I think he's quite battle worn, and he ain't got that same gears to go through. Uh, I, I still think Selby's a, a good operator. I think Cambosas could go on to to do some good things. I I know he's been calling out um, Tiafimo. I don't think he he'd, he'd obviously he'd beat him, but. I think it, there's some good fights from out there, and he's he's obviously hungry. He wants it. You see him. He were on about getting in gym after the fight and all that, which you know you've just got to respect that. You 
at least he's putting it all on the line, and it, I do think he could go quite far. I think there's some good fights from out there. It's a it's a good weight class to be in for a fighter, to be fair. Because uh, there's some killers in and around there, and some big fights to make. I do think that he'd struggle against the top top elite like your Tiafimo Lopez, um, you know, people like that, but. Other than that, I think he'd give him some good fights and I think that, you know, people could be sleeping on him a little bit because um, I think he, he has got a lot a lot to, to offer because uh, he, he, he wants it, you know what I mean? He's got that fire in his belly, he's ready to, to push it all away. Um, Savannah Marshall, Hannah Rankin... I I knew Matt Savannah Marshall were decent, but I thought this would be quite a tough fight for her. But I were were wrong. I I expected her to win, but I didn't expect her to just totally outclass Rankin. And she basically just boxed her head off, didn't she? Do you know what I mean? There were no, there were all there were only going to be one winner as from from that first second. She absolutely destroyed her. Really, made it look easy. I think you can tell that she. Um, Gets trained by Fury's uncle because she moves a little bit like Fury. That little, that low swaying and that up jab, that you know, using that shoulder, that, the way she moves in and out. I think you know, I think that she, 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 uh, she, she really is top quality. Obviously, she's been calling out Clarissa Shields. I'd love that fight. I'd love that to happen. And I do think... I've seen some people saying that Cluster Shields would just smash her all over. I do think that would be quite a, a close fight. And she, obviously, with her being the only person who's bet Clarissa Shields, it's just perfectly sort of lined up to um, to get that, that fight going. And I know that they've called um, Clarissa Shields out and she's come out and said she wants it, so... That just shows you, so uh, I think that's the next one in line. I don't think we're going to have to wait too long for that. Um, I think that'll be that'll be next next. Um, there were a fight on Friday, Mungia Johnson, which this were actually um, a really a really good fight. Um, I. I thought Mungir would win, but not necessarily in in the way that he did win. Um, I don't know if if you've seen it, but it is a nasty um, lip split for on Johnson. I mean, he, he it were like the Overeem one in USC. He's hit him. It were an uppercut, and he'd landed that uppercut a few times already. Uh, but he's hit him, and it's just split. He's lit clean, basically. Um, yeah, and that were it all over. Um, I've seen a few people's names getting thrown around for uh, Mungia next. And I think GGG is a... Triple G is a, a common one. Um, and I, I'd like that. I, I'd watch that. Um, or one of the... Or the Charlo, sorry, the Charlo, or uh, Davrichenko, because he's been in with um, Charlo and Triple G, so 
I'd like to see him in and see how Mungir does against him. Um, and I think it would be a, a good test for him and it would be a good indication of um, actually where he is in terms of against the the elite. Um, because other than them, really, he's probably, he's, uh, probably done everything else. And it probably is time for him to to step it up now. Um, I think he's, I think he's mid twenties, so he has got a few years left in him to um, sort of mature and get into that um, sort of man, proper man thing. But you know, he can bang. That that is the thing with him. He can proper proper bang. And you can't beat that, you know what I mean? That's one thing you, you can't beat, that you can't teach that power, you know what I mean? So for him, against one of these, serve, you know, Devrichenko, um, Triple G, Charlo, I think that would be good, um, Jamal Charlo. Because... That is a massive step up, but it at least shows you sort of where he's at um, in that sort of world level um, sort of stakes. I don't, obviously, he's not going to get the Alvarez um, Canelo fight, but you know, even maybe a, a Chris Eubank Jr., something like that, that'd be good. I mean, if he fought Canelo, that would be that would be huge, because um, if I'm not mistaken, he is um, Mexican as well. So that'll be a massive fight for them both. Um, so yeah, that was the Friday. Um, the there's one thing that obviously I'm gonna. I wanted to touch on just before I, st- I left that. What well, um, the Usyk matchup now? I thought when I when he fought before he fought Chisora and obviously he fought that up the other other way. But I fought against um, Joshua. He's going to be able to move about, use his feet. I think he's a bit slow with his feet everywhere. I I do. Um, but having said that, I do think it's still he could wear Joshua down. It, people keep saying, you know, if he gets it, that'd be game over. It would be. But he can take a bang. He's proved that. He did get caught a few times, never really looked in trouble against Chisora. You know, Joshua is a clinical finisher when it comes to fighting, which is fair enough. But... I think that with Fury, that it's just going to be that pure size difference because Fury knows how to use it. He, he will just lean on him, you know, all night. Won't let him get in close when he does. But if if you can use his speed a bit, in and out, in and out, but you know, and I I won't write him off against anyone just yet. But he has got a, a real tough task on his hand. But fair play for him going for it. Do you know what I mean? Giving away free stone or whatever it is, is a it's a big ask. It is a proper big ask, but you know, 
he he wants to do it and he wants to push himself and if he does win an everywhere belt, you know, it would be amazing. He he, he you know, it were undisputed at Cruiser and he was a man, so really it's just a natural progression. It's just that everywhere is so big now. The 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 jump up from cruiser to heavy it is fucking massive. So you know, we'll see. Um, another thing that's been in the the news this week, which is it's good for comedy value, but I don't know how good it is for his state of mind. Uh, Wilder. Wilder's brought basically basically Wilder's brought out a video and he said. Uh, that Fury um, had an egg weight in his glove. He, um, that Mark Breland, who uh, you've never, I've never heard anybody in the boxing world slag him off once, you know, which does speak volumes about him. He, he, you know, he sound, seems like a proper stand-up guy. So for Wilder to come out and drag his name through mud, I don't only think it's unfair, but I think that's an even worse look if that's even possible for Wilder. He has made himself look like a proper twat this week. He's come out, gone mad on him, that Mark Breland said, he's a traitor, he's a this, that and the other. The ref were in on it. Um, Fury had egg weights in his glove, which if he did, his fucking hand would be in absolute bits. How would he be able to punch somebody with a fucking... Metal egg weight in his front of his glove, load of bollocks. And not only that, he said uh, his water was spiked. So he's gone from my suit was too heavy, my water was spiked. The coat, my coach were in on it, ref were in on it. Fury, it's just a bad look. I don't think I've ever seen anybody react this bad, and he's making himself look a proper twat. You know, he would have been better off just staying silent like he did. He should have just stayed silent and said, fuck all, and it would have been miles better. But it's too late now. He's come out. He said he said all this nonsense, and he's just made himself look stupid. But more than all, really, I just think, you know, is he all there? Is he, is, you know, is he, is he lost plot? Because it's like... This, these aren't the thinkings of a normal man. This is a paranoid man who's convinced that the world's against him. You know what I mean? That the, There's got to be somebody in his camp who's willing to pull him to the to side and say, look, Deontay, you know, he didn't go your way. You got your ass handed to you. And... We need to go away and we need to... I, it's as if his own corner, the people who are... Not the person who he fucking fired, because he's the only one who was actually willing to tell him straight. But the other people who were there, you can see it with with his other corner. You know, they, they don't say fuck all to him. And look at what mess he's in now, coming out with all this shite, making himself look like a proper tosser on, you know, the boxing world. Um Obviously, I don't know Wilder, but from whenever I've actually seen him in interviews and everything, he seemed like a proper, like, sound guy, like, gives decent interviews, you know, I don't come off like a too, you know, a prick or whatever, but either this, 
the ego bashing he's took by actually getting beat has been that severe to his ego and it's just sent him haywire. Or people around him are feeding this info into his head and it's he's believing it. But either way, he's proper, proper not a good look. And uh, the sooner he sort of gets somebody with him in his corner that tells him straight, the better, because I think it's just a downward spiral, this. You know, I could kind of see something similar to this happening, where when when Fury come out and said, when I when he got put, Fury got put on his ass, and he jumped up in that 12th round, out of nowhere, and he put it on... Um, Wilder's toes and Wilder couldn't handle it and even after getting knocked down like that heavy he ended up winning Fury one round and he says that was kind of a eureka moment in his head where he thought this guy can't box off back foot so I need to put it right on his toes and when he come out and he said um, I'm going to get I'm going to be in Wilder's face I'm going to I'm going to put it on his toes I'm going to I'm going to be aggressive. I'm going to knock him out in um, under whatever he said. Um, under, I think he said under five rounds, which obviously it won't, but whatever he said it was. Um, Wilder in his corner team, that JDS, were like, yeah, all right then, all right then, we'll see. You know, basically laughed at him, said there's no way, said we know what he's going to do, Fury's going to box off back foot, he's going to jab, he ain't got no power, he's just going to, you know, he's got to be perfect for 12 hours, I've got to be perfect for 10, you know, for two seconds. All this accumulating, really, into a bad game plan. They, They had no plan B. They just thought, let Fury take these rounds and we'll just catch him, and when we catch him this time, he's going to be out cold. But it, said they didn't play into his hands. Fury turned up and put it on his toe and s- smashed him to bits, and they they didn't know how to react. They had no plan B. They they didn't believe that he'd actually do what he was saying he was doing, and I think that's why now he's. He's kind of thought there's no way that this were possible. He's either cheated or, you know, they've had, you know, this, that and the other. They just can't put their hands up and admit it. And to be honest, it's not looking good for him, you know, because what's he going to do if they if, if they have a rematch? I mean, he's coming out now and saying he wants it. Well, why wait until that date were passed? The date they had agreed. He could have even provisionally said yes, but he said fucking nothing. And it was as if he wanted that date to pass. And now that date's passed and he's come out and said, you cannot fight in Takam or Caballero or whoever it is. You're fighting me. Well, why wait? Why not just come out before and say, I want this fight? You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't you know, be making dates with nobody else. We've got unfinished business. You know, this time, you you know, even if it had, even if it had come out and said that I had a bad camp, I didn't, I couldn't train, I had an injury, whatever, you know, usual boxer things what fighters say when they lose. But to come out and say all that stuff, my water was spiked and I had a traitor in my camp. Oh God, it's just like it just don't look good for him. But to be honest, 
I, I quite like the Wilder Fury fights because I think they're intriguing, but obviously I'd love the Fury-Joshua fights to happen. And it's looking like Fury's going to fight that KBL now um, and then um, Joshua next year. But if they do fight, that's going to be them tied up for three year, uh, three year, three fights. So that might that's going to be the best part of a year, a year and a half anyway. So Wilder proper slipped up now, really. He's missed the boat and he's going to pay for it. The only I think the best thing for Wilder he can do now is if he's going to get this fight, like if he's contractually obligated uh, with Fury for that fight, is to to get a fight with somebody else um, and try and make a statement and get back in the mix. Otherwise, I think he's probably... Uh, He's probably missed the boat, unfortunately. I mean, Wilder's not... He's, he's not young. He's he's knocking on a bit now. And, you know, he's still quite, you know, fit and explosive and stuff like that. So he's he's probably got, what, maybe three, four years left in him, I would have thought. Um, I'm not exactly sure how old he is, but I'm pretty sure he's 34, 35. So, you know, another four years is going to be near enough 40. Like, how, how much longer is he going to fight? So, you know, he, he, could, have, he could have slipped up here massively. Um, but it is what it is. Um, hopefully we'll have some more fight news coming up, you know, before long. I know we've got um, Billy Joe, Martin Murray coming up soonish, which, you know, let's just be honest, it's not the best. It's not like, it's not a fight you think, yeah, can't wait for that, you know, I'm buzzing for that one. But it kind of just is what it is. It's I'm quite happy for Martin Murray because I know he'd done a couple of um, camps for Billy Joe and they've fallen through for whatever reason, but, you know, really... We want to be seeing um, Billy Joe and Callum Smith. If they they can't hang around forever for Canelo to finally give them nod, and he's just toying with him at the minute. He's he's making it know how much of a big bigger deal than them he is, and he's like basically playing with his food, and he's saying. Um, you know, you'll be there when I need you sort of thing, which to me just makes them look weak. It makes them look like shit, you know. They should be saying, nah, fuck him. We've got a, we've got a massive fight over here and then we'll let Canelo fight the winner of us. You know, they, they should be putting a bit of power into their name because at the minute it's just making them look bad how they're just waiting and chasing them about and then are fighting, you know, lower-class fighters until it, it gets through. They should just agree a fight with each other and say, look, if either of us get the Canelo fight in before or can get agreed up until that fight, then, you know, that, that's its priority. But they, them two need to need to fight because they are their biggest fights. You know, obviously, I, you know, I think Chris Eubank Jr. wants that rematch with Billy Joe. That probably won't be too bad, but... Yeah, I think the they can't wait around for Canelo forever. Um Brooke Crawford soon. 
which will be good. I'll I'll um I'll cover that a bit closer to today. I think it's a couple of weeks away or a week away, you know. Um, because there's a bit <laughs> there's been some fucking dramas come out with that not long ago. Um, with Eddie and Brooke, obviously Kyle Brooks not used Eddie Earn this time, and now he's fuming that um. Sky hadn't bought the fight, but you can't really blame Sky. He's basically said. I don't need you, Eddie. I don't want you taking your cut. I'll go my own way. So he's sort of got it agreed, which is fair enough. I mean, he's been with Eddie Hearn and Matchroom ages and they've not fucking sorted him this fight out, have they? So he's had to take it obviously into his own hands. But he could quite easily just uh, sort it out himself and told them to take a little bit of a lesser cut and then he'd have got skied it. But he's just, he's wanted to have a piece of every pie, you know, he's gone to through Bob Arum and everything and he, he, he's he gone that way. So you can't really blame Eddie now for turning around and saying, nah, get fucked. I'll do what I want. You know, you're not, if you if you want to do that to me, I'll do this to you. And you, simple as, you're not, you're not having Sky money, you're not having this, you're not having that. But, you know, that's boxing for you. Um, I'll I think I'll review that fight next, you know, a bit close to it, but I think I, I think obviously Crawford's probably gonna be winning that. I think for Kel it's gonna be a bit of a money you know, it's gonna be the last hurrah before he, he retires probably. But we'll see what he's got left in tank. Um plenty in the tank, sir. Um and just before I leave you I'd like to just say a little special shout out to Saucedo who fought Barboza because it's just come out, I read it yesterday, Alex Saucedo, that um, he's had to retire. Um, he's had He had a couple of bleeds on brain after that Barboza fight. Uh, I feel for the kid, you know what I mean? He, he wasn't old at all. I think he were only 24, 25, but... Proper warrior, proper hard lad, you know what I mean? Tough as game as fuck. Went in there for a scrap, but that was kind of his downfall in the ending. I think he went to hospital and he ended up having a f- couple of bleeds on brain. So he's had to uh, hang up his gloves, sadly, which is, you know, it's 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 awful, but just kind of short goes and shows you what we're dealing with in this world. You know, boxing, it is no game. It is a, it is a fucking hard... Hard living, hard sport, but these lot put it all on line, fight, you know, for our entertainment. So big respect to him and, you know, I hope he has plenty of success in his uh, whatever else he, he decides to do. But, yeah, that's uh, me for this week with boxing. Um, hopefully we'll have plenty more to discuss soon, more coming up, but... That pretty much covers what's happened up to this point. Um, oh, one last thing. Povetkin's got fucking coronavirus, so he's pulled out a, a White's, um, the fight with White. Um, Chisora's only piped up and says, I'm ready, I've just had fight, I've had a fight camp, I'll go now. So A, bear in mind, A could sell a water to a well. He's come up. You want to fight? You get you say you fight anyone. You've got a man here. Let's go. Let's go. You know, fair play. Then you know, 
But I just don't think the the boxing controller let Chisora fight after he's just done twelve rounds with Usyk. I just so near. I just don't see it. But to be honest, this is a a point actually I wanted to make, and I'm I forgot, so I'm glad I remembered. You get these people who say why it'd be a problem for these other heavyweights. Yeah, Usyk's got no chance. Well, why and Chisora? Went hell for leather in both their fights, and I think Chisora probably won first fight, but White got nod. Second fight, he were winning, and then he got blasted out of you know orbit with that left hook, but he were winning with Chisora, and really Usyk ended up winning quite comfortably. So that just shows you levels, the levels to the game. When people talk about it, people have such a show, especially boxing fans are so bad for it. Such short memories when it comes to fights and fighters. You know what I mean? You're literally only as good as your last fight and you better hope your last fight won't long ago. Otherwise, they'll fucking forget about you. Drop of a nut. They won't care. Honestly, the boxing fans, I can be the same as well. We're so fickle and it goes so quick. You get these people who say, why it caused problems for Joshua now. It's a different fight. They sent me yeah. They'll say Usyk's got no chance. Well, Usyk's just boxed lugs off of Chisora, and Chisora really over them two, you know, rat fights that he's had with White, were you could say uh, were beating him other than that one left hook. And in the first fight, he got decision, but really, I think Chisora won that. So that just shows you. So yeah, uh, interesting times. Anyways, a lot coming up, a lot more to discuss, and I'll be checking back in with you shortly. Peace out.